Yeah, fuck your Fifty Shades. <laughs> keep, hey. your, keep your horse eroticism to yourself. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Horse. Eroticism. <laughs> Welcome to episode 63 of Comical Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... Miguel Garza! A.K.A. Hey! Lord hey. <laughs> Horstocles. <laughs> I beat you to it. Yeah, you did. Wham! Bam! Zoom! There goes all those personalities. You know it! And of course, we have my lovely wife, Heather. Snarf, snarf! Who is a personality of her own. Apparently, she is Snarf from the Thundercats. Snarf. <laughs> she kind of looks like it. She's got the hair going. Snarf, <laughs> snarf. <laughs> All right. Have all the comments on Hyder Snarf. I'm going to fall on this chair. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, let's not waste any time. Let's get right into talking about our comics. Okay. What were your top two books this week, Miguel? Hey, man, I'm still still living on that Joshua Williamson party, man. My number two was Ghost at number 17. Uh, Ghost at 17 was actually my number one. And as you said, Joshua Williamson is the writer and Vladimir Lacey is the artist. Uh, it's a it's a great issue. We're following Jackson again. He's recovered his friends from uh, the white room area. You know they're they're trying to come up with a plan to deal with Marcus. Why does it got to be a white room? <laughs> I don't know, man. Ask and Josh. You know what's messed up is that it all leads to evil. <laughs> white rooms. Clearly, I must paint my walls when I go home. All right, what what color are your walls? They're white. Okay. Well, a little urine on them. <laughs> no, they're green. <laughs> Mine are purple. To be honest with you, my wife says look like a hippo died in the room. <laughs> <laughs> or the Grimace. <laughs> yeah, the grimace. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, him and his friends are trying to figure out what to do about Marcus because they find out about Marcus's plan to bring this ghost town to life. Damn, he's evil. So they go in the white room, and Jackson uses his blood to create a doorway. And they go through it to get to the, the town from the last issue where they had the wedding massacre where Marcus managed to convince everybody to kill each other uh, so that he could create his own you know, source of evil ghosts. So when they get there... Marcus and Jackson come face-to-face -face for the first time in several issues, and there's a lot of back-and-forth discussion, and, and they're trying to figure out you know, what's going to happen if Jackson and Marcus are going to throw down or if uh, Jackson's going to throw in with Marcus because of what he's saying. And Jackson's trying to one-up him constantly, and there's a big, huge twist that nobody saw coming. Uh, his, some of his allies are not necessarily allies, and uh, I, I just thought it was great. It was one of the better twists that, that has been in the series so far. Yeah, they just gave him the big fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit! That did not just happen. I can't wait to see what happens in the next issue. Yeah, great great twist, you dirty bastard. <laughs> it was great. Hey, man, Josh going to have to start paying me or something, man. I've been, like, pimping him out every time a brook comes out. You and me both. <laughs> <laughs> He's just that good, man. He's just great. Yeah, great books. And my number one, it's all about spirits this week. Five Ghosts number 15 from our good buddy Frank. Frank Barbieri. Yes. Tell me about it. Dude, it was Van Helsing. Van Helsing and our guy, Fabian. So it was one one hell of a battle. And Dracula was in command, and Dracula bit Van Helsing. And then Van Helsing, like, punked him. And then some kid comes up. The, oh, wait a minute, hang on. The guy that wants uh, Fabian, punk slaps his assistant, Igor, whatever the hell his name was, and tells him I want him alive. And then when Van Helsing and, you know, the Dracula spirit are fighting, kid comes out of the woods and, like, freaking stands Van Helsing. And then the, the assistant's like, ah, master will be happy. I'm like, what the hell? 
Yeah, it was really good. That was pretty cool that Van Helsing was in there and got his ass kicked. I thought it was interesting that, you know, one of the five literary ghosts that Fabian can channel is Dracula. Mm-hmm. And he runs across Van Helsing, you know. Hugh Jackman Van Helsing. <laughs> now, how awesome would it have been if he looked like Hugh Jackman? You probably would have been pissed. And <laughs> he's like, damn it, freaking Hugh Jackman's here again. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but uh, I thought it was really good, too. It didn't quite make my top three, but uh, I did really enjoy it. Oh, that was a great book. It was fun. No words in a bunch of those pages, but it was fun because it was all action. Yeah, it was full of action. And you know, I love Dracula. I like Van Helsing. So it was just like, this is perfect for me. Yeah. So that's so why it was my number step, one. So it's an improvement in the type of vampire you like. Hey, wait a second here. They're not sparkling, so. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm Team Wolf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you said Ghosted was your number one. What's your number two? My number two is actually Amazing Spider-Man number 14. Hey, good pick. Uh, Dan Slott's the writer. Giuseppe Carmenicola is I'm the artist. Hunk. What? I'm pretty sure he's Italian. So he's talking about soup and a Coke. He I must mean, be Italian. I don't need no soup or no Coke. Uh, so in this issue, uh, we kind of wrap up the Spider-Verse storyline. I mean, everything's not fully wrapped up. Some of the people have to go back to their own dimensions, their own timelines and crap. But this is actually where you get to see the final battle. You know, Deimos and Moreland are the two main brothers who are left, and the Spiders take the fight to them. They've captured Scarlet Spider, who's the other. Captured hell, he's dead. Uh, they have his corpse, and they have it wrapped up in the, the web of life. Uh, they have Silk captured. She's the bride, and they have the baby captured, mm-hmm. or so they think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're planning on killing them and using their blood to poison the web so that there are no more spider creatures ever created. And that's their goal is to completely wipe out the spiders. So Superior and Peter Parker bring the fight to their doorstep. Uh, old Uncle Ben, Spider-Man, swaps out the baby with Spider-Ham. That was funny. Which is hilarious because when Deimos goes to kill the baby... There's a pig in there waiting for him instead of a baby. And he's naked. (laughs) Uh, There's a lot of really funny moments in the story. Um, And it's just, it's a really good fight. And the way that it actually ends is very true to how Peter would handle everything. I mean, even the parts with Superior, he handles things the way he would. Uh, He goes and he kills the Weaver, the one who's made the web, because he doesn't want that to feed them any more information about what's going on with the spiders. So I thought it was really well written, really, really well done. All the spiders acted how you expect them to act. Deimos and Morlun were tough opponents, but the way they beat them was pretty good, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it resolved really well. It was a really good uh, crossover event. It was cool how Silk uh, saved Peter. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because, you know, they're connected. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I enjoyed that book. It was really good. Love seeing Superior being Superior. Me too. And I'm curious what's going to happen here. It'll be interesting to see what, what happens going forward. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure that Superior will go back to the timeline he's from. Mm-hmm. Uh, before Peter took back over. But I don't know if he will, knowing that Peter does take over. Maybe he'll... Stay somewhere else? Stay somewhere else to to mess up the timeline. Go with Miguel? Yeah, could be. You never know. And going forward into Secret Wars, we know that there's going to be one area called Arachnoia or something, and everybody's speculating that's going to be all the spiders from the Spider-Verse storyline. So I could certainly see them somehow staying connected or somehow staying in the same area. When they first started this thing, and they were showing all the different spiders, I thought, okay, this is a little ridiculous. Spider UK, Spider this, Spider that. But out of this came out Gwen Stacy. <laughs> you know, that's amazing. And I, Silk. Silk's pretty, pretty Silk. badass, too. I actually, Spider UK started to grow on me. And then. Uh, it wasn't all positive, though, man. We lost Kane. Dude, that, that's the only thing that really bothers me. I don't think he's dead. Uh, pff, I mean, <laughs> he's probably going to come back. That thing doesn't die. That thing's like super strong. Right, but they killed the other inside the web and they completed the ritual with him at least. <sighs> I'd be surprised if he comes back as the Scarlet Spider, as what you expect him to be. Hummingbird, remember her powers, which he links. She's linked to all those Mexican crazy gods and crap and reincarnation stuff. I could use that as an angle. I doubt it, but you know. But yeah, Kane would be. Kane shouldn't have died. 
Yeah. He came. Kane was just badass. We dude. were both big fans of Scarlet Spider. Yeah, I know you were upset when Ben Riley went down. Yeah, too. Yeah. Why, why is it going to be all about punishing the Scarlet Spiders, man? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Hey, the one guy was still there with the jacket. Take out Jessica Drew or something. <laughs> Spider Buggy was there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Jessica Drew. <laughs> now, I like some of the spiders that are still around. I like Spider-Ham. He's pretty damn funny. But, yeah, I'm curious to see where they go with this from here. It was a good book. It was uh, It was in my top four. It was right there. Cool. So so what was your pick of the week, then? My pick of the week was another book that's already come out once. This book two. And I just feel it needs to be spotlighted again. It was amazing. Mortal Kombat X number two. It was surprisingly good. I didn't like it as much as the first one. The first one focused on Scorpion, who's obviously like the most badass character in the Mortal Kombat universe, and it was brutal beyond belief. This one was a little more tame, uh, kind of set up the storylines a little bit more, and it focused on Luke Cage and Sonya Blade's daughter. Cassie Cage. Uh, which, you know, she doesn't really do it for me. So I thought it was kind of funny. Cause I thought it was okay. I, it wasn't great, in my opinion. I guess some of the stuff that funny was me because I was walking around, well, I'm the little princess, dad's not going to get mad. It reminded me a lot how <laughs> my daughter acts, so I just thought it was pretty damn funny. I guess and, and, of course, you had Jax's daughter with her, too. Yeah. But then you see, you get your first view of Kotal Khan and his people. And you see Sonya Blade just beat the crap out of one of them. And then you see the other demon guy. So, you know. You got to see Goro come back, which is oh, pretty badass. So, you know, shit's about to go down. Goro. <laughs> Lord Raiden. <laughs> Schnarf. <laughs> He's not in the book. <laughs> no. I didn't see Schnarf anywhere. It'd be pretty awesome, though. He might be a bad guy. <laughs> but, yeah. So, Mortal Kombat, man. is was my pick of the week. What was yours? Uh, I actually went with a brand new book called Empty. Uh, issue one came out today. And it's a really interesting book. It's it's done by Jimmy Robinson, who I've never heard of before. Uh, but he's not only the writer, he's also the artist and the colorer and the letterer hmm. for the book. So he did every single bit of the creation on this thing, which is a damn undertaking. You know that. Yeah, it is. Um, so I can forgive some of the flaws the book had. Yeah. I thought the story was really cool. It's about these two different worlds. One of them is this lush paradise where everybody has all the food they could need. They have all the clean water. Everything's exactly how they would want it to be. And there's one girl who's kind of ostracized by the people who live there. It's a bunch of kind of snooty, noble people. Mm -hmm. And they have a plan to kill her and, and get rid of the body, like to kick her out of this, this Eden. And then on the other side of it, you have this desert, this wasteland, where these these giant parasitic roots that look like sandworms yeah, uh, stretched out for miles, and they're poisoning all the wildlife, they're poisoning all the foliage, everything. Yeah, because it emits some kind of gas, too. So the people who live there are kind of like nomadic, and they travel from place to place trying to survive, trying to find just enough food to get by. Well, the main girl, who's the focus of the storyline, she's a hunter, and she goes out and she kills stuff. She was gone for weeks, and she came back with only a little bit of meat for the people that live in the tribe. And they were like, well, this is not acceptable, you need to do better. She's like, you don't understand how hard it is out there, there is nothing to do better. We need to move. We need to find a place where there's clean water because everything out here is toxic. And when she's having this dispute with the elders of the tribe, she happens upon this body and the floating in the water. And the body happens to be the girl from the lush paradise. So the elders and the people in the tribe want to kill her. They think that she's different and weird because she wears like this weird ornate jewelry and she wears like the necklace thing that kind of looks like the Egyptians where they were stretching their necks out and shit. That's the funniest and thing to me. The artwork in the book is really weird. Uh, like, I can't really explain the style. Everybody has, like, really elongated faces and really elongated body types and necks and stuff. I'm not a huge fan of the artwork. So if you're looking for a really pretty visual book, this might not be for you, but the story's pretty cool, I thought. Uh, so the girl that she finds floating in the water inadvertently transforms this dead tree into this beautiful, uh, fully grown tree that has fruit on it. 
And the elders are like, we need to kill her. She's a witch or a sorceress or something. And the hunter girl is like, no, we need to use her. We need to protect her and figure out where she's from because we need to go there and survive. So it's a pretty cool story. And I'm really excited to read issue two and see how it evolves. What did, what did you think about it? The art was kind of weird. I agree with you 100% on that. The elongated necks was probably the funniest thing to me. But when you look at the hero or the main girl that's the hunter and she has those swords, her arms look extremely long. She looks like some kind of creature out of a sci-fi movie. And I'm like, okay. The story itself I liked. You know, people in the barren land and people living in Eden and whatnot. And then the girl falls and she's in the water and they use her to try to save. And then the people, the one guy's like, I don't trust her. So they try to kill him. I like the story. I think the story could be great. And I think as time goes on and he's the, the gentleman you're talking about, he develops his art a little bit more. You'll see the changing. It'll probably even get even better. Uh, the book has potential. The story is really good. So it could be, could be a, you know, you probably have to just get past the art. It could be something, man. It's it's interesting. It's not even like the art's bad or like un- no, no, no. It's just it's just it, it doesn't fit the story all that well. I don't think. I think he he tried to do too much because he tried to do everything in the book, which I mean is impressive for sure. But I think maybe the art suffered a little bit since he was doing everything. Could you see this book being drama like Artyom's art type style? Yeah, I could see that pretty well actually. That would be pretty pretty nice fit. Yeah. But no, I I, I say this guy is going to do something with this book. It's going to be something else. It's a good book. I like the story. I just, you know, it just didn't make my top three. I, I'd say check it out. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I liked it. Let's pimp our sponsor for a second. Pimping. We haven't done this in a while. That's right. Dude Wives. Woo! <laughs> it's not Dude Wives. I wish it was, but it's not. <laughs> uh, if you enjoy the show and you want to support us, there's a couple of ways you can do that. You can go to tweakedaudio.com. They offer seven different styles of headphones in seven different colors. They're amazing noise-canceling headphones that have great bass and great sound. Uh, they'll block out the world, and they're awesome. Uh, so go to tweakedaudio.com and use promo code COMICAL, and you'll get one-third off the cost of your order, plus free shipping anywhere worldwide. And they ship quickly. Yeah, it takes like two days. And the headphones are amazing. They really are. I still have the ones they sent us. And by the way, Tweaked, I would like another pair if you don't mind. Um, reason being is because I'm about to do a hashtag shovel my shit tour. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But I'm going to use the Tweaked Audio headphones to pretty much Skype with because mine has a microphone on it. And so if you guys have a new one coming out and you want me to promo it or test it or pimp it out as like you like, give us a call. Send us out to us here at Justin's address. You have it. Don't want to put it out there like I did Steve's address that one time. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> he said hashtag unfollow. <laughs> Schnarf. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, love the headphones. Schnarf endorses them. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and alternatively, if you just want to uh, contribute to the show directly, you can send money to our PayPal account, which is comicalpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, any support you guys can give us is greatly appreciated. We are going to do another bonus episode next month, which is going to go to anybody that supports us during this period of time. Uh, we're trying to raise money for new flyers. We're trying to raise money for new shirts. We have a lot of stuff we want to do this year. We bought all new equipment. You can tell that the audio quality on this is much higher than it has been previously. Uh, our Skype call should be much better going forward. I invested a ton into this stuff. So I really want to make the show as good as possible for all you listeners. And I, I would love to get some help from you guys if you really enjoy the show. So please support us. Uh, yeah, exactly. Hey, you know, these shirts you're talking about, I know you got ideas. I know you don't want to throw it out there, but I'm telling you, people, the shirt ideas we're talking about are going to be freaking hilarious. Yeah. If you read the Horse Minions, just, just think about it. <laughs> uh, it's going to be great. So please help us. Please support us. We want to go to more cons. We have talked about trying to go out of state. Don't know what's going to happen, but, you know. If you can support us, we appreciate it. We're going to do extra stuff for you, and who knows what else we'll do. Well, moving on from the ads, uh, this is something we've been talking about since Christmas time. Something that uh, Miguel has been working on in his free time. Sex talk. Well, we always talk about that. But... <laughs> <laughs> Lord Horstocles' rules for the bathroom. 
This is an official list of the do's and don'ts of using the bathroom, as written by His Majesty Lord Horsicles, for all you minions. Dun, 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 dun. So uh, pay attention. <laughs> there may be a quiz later. <laughs> Hello, I am Lord Horsicles, and this is bathroom etiquette. <laughs> I will give these to you at a top ten list, starting with number ten. Don't pop your pimples in the mirror in the bathroom. That's a great one, Cotton. No one, <laughs> no one wants to see that. That no. is gross. You don't want to come in and like wash your hands and look up and see like pimple juice all over the mirror. That's nasty. Pimp juice. Pimp juice. P- pimple juice. Pimple juice. Whatever. <laughs> Either one. They're both gross. <laughs> number nine. Do not talk or read. That goes to no phone calls. First of all, why's your damn phone with you in the bathroom in the first place? Second, never ask for the guy next to you to hand you some toilet paper if you're out. Check before you sit. That's all number nine? Yeah, because that's talking to the guy next to you. No talking in the bathroom. Conversations with a person in a different stall is not proper. <laughs> we don't need to know your conversation. What if it's really important, man? What if you got to tell him, good job, buddy? You tell that shit. You wait. <laughs> what if you really have to go? Like, and you're in a hurry, and you have to, like, sit down. There's no time to, like, scan the area for... Toilet paper? Yeah, exactly. Bust out the dude wipes. Woo! <laughs> what if you left all that behind? Hands. Shit sticks. <laughs> you can wash your hands later. <laughs> well, weren't you talking about doing a solo podcast from the stall? No. You're talking about from the stall cast where you're going to do, do a live show from the bathroom stall. So doesn't that contradict your number nine, Lord Horse? I'm place? not going to do it from the stall. It's going to be called the horse's ass, and I'm going to do it from somewhere else. <laughs> All right. And again, do not read letters or any kind of work paperwork in there. Work paperwork gets passed around. Nobody wants it with piss stains. Don't do it. Or shit stains. And don't read the newspaper. Nobody wants you to read the paper. Why the hell are you reading or talking? In the- Why would you want to stay in there longer than what you need to? I go in there and force that shit out and then leave. Exactly. Wait, but at home, you have your, like, magazine. This is at home. This is home is fine. You can do whatever you want to at home. Yeah, but... That's your bathroom. That's right. But what if I want to send an email while I'm taking a shit? At work? Yeah, I'm productive. I don't waste time anywhere. What if somebody comes next to you that, like, drops one of the nastiest shits and stanks? You're going to be sitting in there throwing up. Then I'll I'll pause it mid type and you know. There's yeah. no reason to email Skype or eat lunch in the bathroom, okay? Why did they, <laughs> I didn't say Skype or eat lunch. I was just saying emailing. No you. talking or reading. All right. Number eight. Wash your damn hands. I don't care if you don't touch your shit. You still got to wiggle it, shake it, or put it in the pants, or you got to put your undies on, or whatever the hell you got, or if you're wiping your ass, you, every once in a while a finger will rip through the toilet paper. Wash your fucking hands. And if you're making my lunch, wash your hands. <laughs> what about the Superman pose? Some people go in there and unzip and just do the Superman. It doesn't work. You still <laughs> got to get the suit back in there. Unless it's small, it just slides back in easy. I don't know. Wash your hands. <laughs> it, well, you touched the handle, didn't you? You touched the door handle coming in. So it means when you go out, you're going to touch the door handle too. So wash your hands, grab some paper, grab the handle, throw the paper in the trash can, and walk out without touching it. Plain and simple. You don't want somebody else's penis juice on your hands when you go eat your sandwich. Wash your damn hands. Yeah, I agree. Number seven. No damn high fives after taking a piss. Low twos are acceptable, but no high fives. <laughs> That's terrible. I only do low twos. <laughs> I just had a great piss. High five, buddy. Low two only. No high fives. For those of you who don't know what a low two is, go back and listen to our bonus Audible episode. And I really don't, I really don't accept low twos. <laughs> Number six. This is on, oh, Jesus. No penis pep talks. Don't talk to your shit. Come on, buddy. You're doing a great job. All right. You Wait can again. do it. You can do it. I don't need no Rocky theme up in there. Dun, 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 dun. No penis talk. 
No asshole talk either. Come on, boy, force that shit out. No. It, no, no one wants to hear that. People get freaked out and think you're a weirdo. Because you are. Yeah. <laughs> Who talks to their penis? Do you talk to your penis? Not in public places. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. This is a golden rule. Men pee standing up and not sitting down, okay? Damn it, if you're sitting down to piss, go get your shit cut off and get a vagina, okay? Enough said. Pee standing up. You piss on the seat, wipe it off. That's all I'm saying. Real men pee standing up. Real men can piss in the hole. Real men do not sit down to piss. There should never be a time that you go sit down to piss unless you're going to do a shit too. That's the only time that's acceptable. I don't even do that. I piss and then I wipe it off and then I sit down and shit. You don't even sit. You hoover. We know you. <laughs> hoover? He hoovers it. <laughs> hoover, hoover, whatever. <laughs> I don't even know. want to know what the hoover method is. That sounds horrible. <laughs> I'm not sucking anything back up. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's this oh ah. <laughs> number four another major rule now we're getting to the real tough ones always leave an open stall if you go into the bathroom and the middle stall is the only one open take your ass to another floor go downstairs go take to the bull john across the street walk in the goddamn woods do not go in the middle stall never and if you do go in and there's one guy in there never take the stall right next to him what the hell is wrong with you you don't want to smell the shit anyway Leave an open room so you're far away from it so the, it takes a while for that smell to matriculate over to where you're at. By then you should be done unless you're fucking reading the paper, which you shouldn't be doing. <laughs> so, so, so what you're saying is all these rules uh, work together. Yes. All right. All intertwined. All right. I got you. So, okay. Number three for the weirdos in this world. Do not follow someone into the stall. If he's your friend, do not. Uh, not the same stall that is. <laughs> I was like, well. <laughs> That's fucked up too. <laughs> But do not follow, like, if you, I see you getting up, going to the bathroom, I'm not going to hop out of my chair and go right behind you at the same time. Yeah, but what if you need to have, like, a serious conversation and no one can... <laughs> no talking in the can! <laughs> Let me explain something to you. <laughs> he gets up to go take a crap. I get up to go take a crap. Some friends don't want their friends to know how they take shits. Because they don't want to be, like, they're all embarrassed about how they go in there and go... Yeah, I don't want Justin to know how I poop. No. So if I happen to be in there, he comes in, I'm going to hold it till he leaves, and then I'll peep, poop my own way. Sorry, buddy. I don't need to know. <laughs> exactly. So I don't need you, me going in the door and turn around and see you standing behind me. Wait, wait, wait. Have you ever read that book, Everyone Poops? Yes, I have read that book. But have you read Everyone Poops but not the same way? I have. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? We're all taking a shit, and it's all flying out at the same fucking time. Yeah, but the problem is when you got the one person that keeps on following you to the bathroom every damn time, you fucking weirdo, quit following people. Well, I don't follow other men into the bathroom. So. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. I think I wind up like one of those pictures that you saw me on Facebook a few minutes ago. Oh. <laughs> Ass warts from the toilet. <laughs> All right, here come the two big ones. <sighs> this has happened. Number two, do not relieve yourself in the bathroom. Do that shit at home. Do not do it at work. Holy crap. I don't even see your legs twitching or you going, <laughs> no, that's not necessary. Do not read. Do not talk. Do not sit next to somebody and do not whack the Jimmy at work. Thank you, Jesus. If I go in there with a black fucking light and I see some shit, I'm going to kill motherfuckers. I'm just saying, do not relieve it at work. Maybe they left the stress ball at home, man. <laughs> Take your ass to the garage across the street. Find yourself a hooker somewhere. Get a hotel. I'm playing devil's advocate for all these. Fuckers. I'm just saying, <laughs> do not relieve your shit at work. That's just nasty. I agree. That is pretty gross. I don't need to be hearing whacking, whack, 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 or anything going on like that. It's just disgusting. Okay? Think about it. You sat on that seat. I, ho I hoovered. <laughs> you hoovered. <laughs> you sucked that in? That's nasty. Uh, <laughs> no. Number one. This will get somebody killed. 
I know what this is. <laughs> I know exactly what this is. Don't fucking stare over the bathroom wall. Who the fuck looks over the top to see? Hey, God, nice dick. What look the away, fuck? <laughs> looker, look away. Exactly. Hashtag the looker. Do not look at some other man's junk. Do not look over the top and say, hey, how you doing, buddy? That's not fucking necessary. If you come in there and you look at my stall, I'm going to stab you in the fucking eye. I'm not going to stab you with a pen. I'm going to use my shit to stab you, fucker. I'm going to dig a shit out of the damn toilet and stick it in your eye. <laughs> well, before you said you were just going to get your shit and throw it over the stall at them. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Flinging poo. What benefits do you get looking over the wall? There's porn for that. You don't need to look at my shit. Just not at work. Exactly. It's not necessary. <laughs> it's just disgusting. That's how people get knifed. Somebody go, custodian going to walk in like, anybody in? And they're going to hear nothing. She's going to walk in. Somebody's going to be cut from neck to nuts. With a, with a sign that says he was a looker. Exactly. <laughs> so, number one, do not fucking stare over the bathroom wall. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Those are Lord Horsicles bathroom etiquettes. Please follow them or you will get st- stuck. <laughs> there you go, minions. Now you know what not to do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> those are pretty good, man. Pretty uh, good. I'm just trying to save lives. One horse at a time. Nice. <laughs> well, now it's time for another very popular segment, and I believe you are up. Son of a gun. It's time for Tell Me a Funny Story. All right, here we go. My top ten bathroom etiquettes. <laughs> How you like that? Actually, this goes along the lines of uh, of not poop, but gas. I uh, have an interesting bowel. My stomach reacts to certain foods a certain way, and uh, it never seems to. Ha- it always seems to happen to me when I go to Walmart. So, Which is every day. So it's Kevin Bartini would like this. <laughs> About a week ago, actually, I can probably say a week ago. I could probably say two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever. I was in there with the wife, and we were, you know, just shopping, buying groceries, and the kids were there, too, and my stomach started acting crazy, and I feel like I had to go poo, but I didn't have to poo. I just had the bad gas, so I dropped them. <laughs> I got to stop you for a second. You make fun of me for the way I say boom. Yeah, I say it because my wife hates the way I say it, so she goes, you say poo. She says, you sound so gay. Poo. <laughs> you sound so gay. <laughs> so I, I say it on purpose. That was for her. I had to get poo, but anyway, I didn't have to go. I just had bad gas, and so we were in, I forgot what aisle it was, and I let one go, and it was raunchy. I smelt it, and I got sick. My wife goes, did you shit your pants? I said, no. I just let one go. She goes, Jesus Christ. Go let that go somewhere else. I said, don't do that anymore. So we're walking in the store, and it kept on going, and it was getting bad. She goes, oh, come on. So then I was like, okay, you know what? I can have fun with this. I'm going to go on a mad crop dusting spree. So I did, and I was like dropping them everywhere I could next to people and see if they would walk in. I wanted to see the reaction. So this is a big old black lady, and it was by the candy, and I let one go. Really- now she's black. She's not African American. She's black now. <laughs> oh, fine, whatever. This 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 nice African American lady who I should have been nicer to, you know, <laughs> nicer than crop dusted her. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I, to be fair, I crop dusted everybody that day, and I'm, I'll get to those. So I crop dusted her. I didn't crop dust her per se because I didn't drop it right by her. I dropped it in the zone. I dropped a bomb, and she was going to come into it. And so she was walking, and she got there, and all of a sudden I started to go. <laughs> Like, I guess he took a bite out of it or something. Dude, she's like, <laughs> doesn't go throw up. It was freaking hilarious. And so then later on, I, I do go to the bathroom. And so I leave the wife and the kids back over there. And I go by the bathroom. There's a Hispanic guy and uh, some other person. He being kind of an ass. I'm like, oh, I didn't, you know, just, okay, fine. So I let a big one go. It was silent but deadly. He walks by and I walk around the corner. I'm waiting. All of a sudden I hear, man, did somebody shit their pants? <laughs> that was just freaking hilarious to me. And I went to the bathroom. I didn't shit my pants. I came close. <laughs> but it was great. It's like, so see, I crop dusted. I'm fair. I couldn't find the white person I wanted to crop yet. 
<laughs> I, well, actually, I did you, so there we go. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, so it was just fun. It was. I know it's not that funny, but I was just on a crop dusting spree that day. <laughs> of course, my wife is the one who keeps on, quit shitting yourself in the store. And she doesn't say it like really silent. She's really loud. It's because she really means it, man. Always trying to embarrass me <laughs> in front of people. <laughs> so yeah, so I do this at least, you know, every other time I go to Walmart. <laughs> so yeah, so that was my funny story. Crop dusting 101. Nice. It fits in with the poop stories. You crop dusting bastard. <laughs> you know I crop dusted you in the office once. Oh, I've, I've done it to you before, too. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Just wait till I crop dust both Daryls. Start a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of those stinky motherfuckers did it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who's responsible for this? <laughs> you know, all that spinning and all that stuff. Isn't crop, I wonder if he crop dusts people while he's... Oh, that'd be awesome. Crop dusting while spinning. He, he probably does. He dilutes it as he's spinning. <laughs> That's messed up, man. <laughs> he's his own ceiling fan, you know? <laughs> I'm a crop dust to somebody else one day. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, uh, we have a coworker who's very into Qigong. Uh, he does all kinds of weird... That's weird to us. He does all kinds of uh, stretches and, and uh, focusing his energy on crystals and all this unusual... Uh, stuff he believes in. All the Eastern medicine type stuff, yeah, yeah. But one of the things he really does every single day, multiple times a day, is he spins in circles. Then he prays. He prays? I think that's praying what he's doing. He's like praying to the white light or something white. I don't really understand. I, I try to understand. It's interesting. I, I'm surprised he hasn't fell down yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, he is like 60 years old. <laughs> <laughs> he's got great balance. And he spins one. in circles for a good 15 minutes at a time. Uh, you think he'd get dizzy. But uh, so far, so good, I guess. So, well, you know, he takes it seriously because he's going back to China again. Yeah, he, he goes over there training. So we haven't talked about Daryl much, but uh, that's our coworker. He's he's an odd dude. Yeah, we're all unique and odd in our own strange way. I mean, I'm crop dusting people in Walmart. <laughs> and proud of it. Yes. <laughs> I got <gotcha>. you. <laughs> so moving on to comic movie TV news. Okay. What do you want to talk about first? Well, let's see here. I want TV today. TV. So Constantine is in serious danger of getting canceled. Why? That show's really good. With the exception of the last episode. It's kind of crap, but uh, <laughs> it was really good. I've enjoyed it as well. It hasn't been perfect. There's been some flaws, notably the time slot. Uh, and I think that's the reason that it's suffering anyways. I don't think they really liked it to begin with, and that's why they put it in a shitty spot. But there's a, a movement online under hashtag Save Constantine. You said movement. <laughs> You have you have a fixation on on poop jokes, don't you? It's all poop today, man. Poop twenty four seven. Poop and schnarf. That's right. <laughs> what? Schnarf. <laughs> <laughs> Thought she was dead. <laughs> so, anyways, there's a movement called hashtag Save Constantine, and they're trying to get <laughs> they're trying to get NBC to uh, keep the show alive in some capacity. And there's talk about NBC giving the show to Sci-Fi, uh, and if that happens, it would be rebranded as Hellblazer. Hmm. Interesting. I'd be fine with that. I mean, as long as the show continues. Yeah, that'd be fine. I like Constantine. I, I, I hope it does continue on. NBC shouldn't really give up on it. It should keep going. It could be something really good. Just get out the shitty-ass time slot. I agree. If it was a better time, it would do better. And it just it's not doing as well as it should. Yeah, give it to somebody who actually wants to do something with it. Of course, if it goes to sci-fi, the production value is probably going to go way down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the only downside. But at least the, the content of the story would probably be just as good, if not better. True. So, Very true. I'm okay with it. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, moving on, TV. Uh, Emily Kinney, who plays Beth on The Walking Dead, I know you're familiar with her, mm-hmm. has been picked up as a new character on The Flash. Sweet. She's going to be playing the Bug-Eyed Bandit. Is she going to sing? 
I hope not. Is Daryl coming? <laughs> I hope not. I really, <laughs> I really hope not. <laughs> that should be okay. Uh, she can play the bug-eyed bandit, which is typically a male character in the comics, but is going to be played by her, obviously, in the show. So, a little bit of gender bending there. Okay. I was going to say, what do I think? She looks like a male? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't going to go that far. <laughs> <laughs> nah. That should be cool. Let's see if she's got any acting chops for real. Yeah. Don't mess up Flash. <laughs> and on tonight's Arrow, they showed a trailer for the rest of the season. Nice. And they showed a scene, which is real short, of Sarah Lance fighting Laurel Lance. What? So the, apparently Canary's coming back. What? It's going to be a Canary versus Canary battle. What, you went to the Lazarus pit? I'm guessing that's what happened. What the hell? Oh, Ross's daughter. Wow. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited to see that. I, I actually really like Sarah Lance. Do you want to see Arrow take on Ra's al Ghul again? It's going to happen. Is Batman going to show up and help him win? Because he can't Probably not. <laughs> Destro might, though. Ooh. Or Merlin could maybe lift a finger. And do something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it for TV. That's cool. Uh, you're talking about three of my favorite shows right there. So what next? Movies or comics? Uh, let's go with comics. Okay, so post-convergence, DC is canceling a lot of their shitty titles. I heard about this. Uh, they're keeping the good ones, you know, the Batmans and the Supermans and the Wonder Womans and shit like that. That's the good ones? Apparently. Okay. And Harley. Okay. You know. We're good. <laughs> But they're getting rid of a lot of the really bad ones, like uh, New Suicide Squad. <laughs> Thank God. Or they're not necessarily getting rid of it, but they're... Ending it? They're starting it over with a new team and all that stuff. Okay. So I may give it a, a shot then. Plus, they're adding 24 new series. Yeah, I heard something about a Robin one or something like that, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll go through the list real quick, and okay. we can briefly talk about them. There's going to be Robin, Son of Batman. Okay. Which I'm assuming is just going to be Damien. Damien. Okay, I'll probably read that one. Black Canary, which... I'm not sure she's strong enough for a solo book, we'll get it. but uh, it could be cool. Why she got to be black? Martian Manhunter. No. He hasn't had his own solo series in a while, so that could be interesting. Earth 2, Society. Who Psh, cares about Earth 2? Yeah, whatever. Uh, Midnighter, which I'm actually really excited for. We know why we're picking that one up. He's a very notable gay character in the DC Universe. Mm-hmm. and uh, He's still kind of badass, though. He is. He's absolutely a badass. If you haven't been reading Grayson, you haven't seen him in a while. But our good friend, the great Steve Orlando, is going to be writing the book. That's freaking awesome. Uh, which I'm really excited for him. I mean, getting picked up by DC is, is just so badass. I know. And doing the Midnighter, that's going to be so cool. And then Steve liked Midnighter to begin with as a young man. So, yeah, that's, that's freaking awesome. Yeah, I'm really happy for him. Congrats again to you, Steve. You're the man. So aside from Midnighter, there's going to be Batmite, which is probably going to just be a little comical. You know Batmite, right? No. He's like the, the cartoony-looking Batman. Psychic. Oh, okay, all right. So it's going to be kind of a goofy, probably funny book. I'm not getting it. <laughs> I'll, probably, I'll probably check it out for a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, Batman Beyond. Ooh, the red Batman. Yeah. Cool. I, I, I kind of liked the TV series, but not enough to probably pick this one up. Cyborg. Oh, pff, it's no. a character that I don't think is strong enough for a solo series at all. No. Um, Dark Universe. I know nothing about that. Mm-hmm. Doomed, which I'm assuming has something to do with Doomsday. Maybe. Or the Doom Patrol. Okay. Either way, I'd probably read it. Uh-huh. At least check it out. Right. Harley Quinn and Power Girl as a team-up book. Oh, I'd definitely pick that up. But you, the thing is, you don't know if it's going to be the Power Girl we're all used to or the new Power Girl they're, they're introducing. Ah, dirty bastards. <laughs> so I really liked the, the team-up they had the last few issues of Harley of current Power Girl and Harley when Power Girl had her amnesia. So if it's that, I'd really like to read it. Yeah. Uh, Starfire? Mm, don't know nothing about her. From Teen Titans? Uh, oh, okay. Is that the one Robin likes? Yeah. Oh. No, nah, I don't see how I could... No. Nah. No? I don't think it could hold its own either. Uh, Red Hood and Arsenal? 
I might read that. That's kind of an interesting team up. <clears throat> uh, I'd, I'd probably give it a few issues, at least check it out. Just because Red Hood is best in the head. We Are Robin. That's the book about all the Robins, right? I'd it, imagine so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, I think that's the one I was talking about. That's the one I'm probably going to pick up and read, just to see what's going, what's going on. I'm not a fan of a lot of the Robins, so probably not. But I'll, I'll read your copies. They're probably everybody. probably be Dick, Damon, you know, all of them. Todd. Should be very interesting. Uh, JLA. No. <laughs> You're not picking it up again? Mm-mm. Double Justice League? Mm-hmm. All right. Justice crap. Bizarro. <laughs> <laughs> I might look at the book one to see what it's going to be. Yeah. I, I just don't know. I'm not a. Never really been a big Superman guy. I haven't. I like them a little bit, but they just. I don't know. They. Well, they're writing them different now. So I may, may have to think about it. I think Bizarro is an interesting character, so I'm probably going to have to pick that up. Mm-hmm. At least the first few issues. We'll see how it goes. Prez, which I know nothing about. Nah. Omega Men, which I know nothing about. Nope. Mystic U, which I know nothing about. Mm hmm. Section 8, which, again, I know nothing about. You are a Section 8. <laughs> Dr. Fate. Section eight. Snarf. Dr. Fate. That could be kind of interesting. The helmet guy? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I'll read that. Yeah, I think I'm going to check that out. Uh, and Green Lantern, Lost Army, Justice League 3001, and Constantine, The Hellblazer. Maybe the last one. Yeah. I'm done with Green Lantern. I read a Hellblazer book from the beginning. I'm done with Green Lantern. Yeah, I am too. They piss me off. Every time there's somebody bigger, somebody better, and you know, it's just come on, it's ridiculous. Interesting books. There's some good ones in there that I'll I'll be happy to see, and some that I won't even give a damn. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the last thing in comics is that there is a new Suicide Squad coming out. Like I said before, the current run is dying mm-hmm. because it is the worst title DC has right now. It's yeah. Fucking awful. Uh, the new team is going to be Parasite, Black Hand, Poison Ivy, Reverse Flash, Cheetah. And a Talon. We don't know for sure if it's Calvin Rose. So not even a Harley. No Harley. No Deathstroke. No not, Deadshot. No not, King Shark. I'm not getting it. <laughs> no interest at all? Well, okay. Reverse Flash. And who was the other? Black Hand. Okay, that, that intrigues me. Poison Ivy. Ugh, I mean, she, she'd be the Harley replacement. Poison Ivy's been written really well lately. Nah, I'm not a Poison Ivy fan, though. I, I think I'll probably pick it up. Just Black Hand, see. Reverse Flash is pretty cool. Parasite's kind of whatever. Cheetah's definitely whatever. But you know I'm a big fan of the Talons. Yeah, that would be the... Yeah, that would probably be Especially something. Especially if it's Calvin Rose. If it's Calvin Rose, I have to pick it up. Yeah, that would be pretty interesting to read because that's going to be pretty tough. Those three, the last three dudes you mentioned, those are some pretty messed up dudes. Yeah. So I, I want to check it out at least. I mean. I thought the Black Hand was freaking dead. Yeah, he's got the Black Lantern ring. Oh, he's still? No, I thought he's back. I thought that was gone. I think he, I think he's alive, but I think he's gone. From what this says, he still has the power to, to raise people from the dead. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. Oh, that, oh, damn, that's messed. And Waller has control? Yeah, Waller has control. Holy crap. <laughs> that's pretty interesting, right? Yeah, I'll probably have to read the first one and throw it away because it'll probably be crap. So that's it for comics. So okay. moving on to movies, which this is not exactly news news at this point, but for some of you who have been living under a rock, maybe you haven't heard. I know. Fifty Shades of Grey comes out this weekend. Yeah, fuck your Fifty Shades. <laughs> keep, your, hey. keep your horse eroticism to yourself. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Horse. Eroticism. <laughs> yeah, uh, Spider-Man is now... A shared property between Marvel and Sony. It's something they've been talking about doing. They claim they weren't, but everybody sort of knew they were. And now it's a real thing. So apparently he's going to show up in Civil War. That'll be his first movie. And it'll be a new a new Spider-Man. It's not going to be Andrew Garfield anymore. Uh, so it'll be a new Spider-Man showing up in a Marvel movie first. It'll be Ed fucking Norton. I doubt it. <laughs> it's probably going to be high school age Peter Parker. Matthew McConaughey? So it'll have to be somebody fairly young. I don't know. What was wrong with freaking Andrew Garfield? Marvel really hated him, apparently. How could you hate him? I thought he was pretty decent. I thought he was okay, too. But You can't help the writing, but I thought he was pretty good. Uh, apparently, they thought he was too old. They thought he didn't fit the role. 
They thought he wasn't the right choice, or it wasn't the right Spider-Man story to tell. Well, tell them to pull their head out of Tobey Maguire's ass. He's too old now. Well, I don't think they think Tobey Maguire is the right choice anymore either. Yeah, okay. Back five or six years ago when Andrew Garfield got the role, they probably did. But. Let's give it to the Penguin guy from Gotham. <laughs> well, Lord Taylor, that could be interesting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, Sony's still going to own the rights to the Spider-Man character, and they're going to be making all their standalone Spider-Man movies, which is going to be a bunch of them coming out, but Marvel gets the opportunity to pick the new Spider-Man, and they get the opportunity to use him in their movies. So Civil War is going to be the first appearance. They, they announced that today. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. That's so freaking awesome, because we know Spider-Man has a big part. Something but. everybody's been waiting for for quite a while. I just hope they get somebody who's really good. Yeah, me too. I'm sure they will. Marvel doesn't make a lot of missteps, so... No. They're not DC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. That's it? That's it for movies, comics, and TV. Okay. Uh, I have an announcement. I know you have an announcement, since you've already been trying to talk about it nonstop. Mm, okay. What's your announcement? <laughs> so my announcement is that I have a second podcast that I started. Traitor. How am I a traitor? Leaving me. I'm still doing this show. <laughs> no, Comical is still my priority. But uh, if you want to check out my other show, it's called the Just In Case Podcast. Just In Case what? Just In Case Bad Things Happen to People. I'm there for them. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Cry on your shoulder. <laughs> so it's a, it's a podcast where I ask people uh, unlikely scenarios and then discuss what they would do. Uh, also, I talk about my life and all the weird shit that goes on and my likes and my dislikes. Uh, so... Go check it out. You can find it at JICpod.com or on iTunes or on Stitcher. Just do a search for Just In Case. I've been to your website. I've seen the podcasts. <laughs> That's the funniest thing to me. The whole you know, I listened to your first show when you first gave me the sneak preview of it, and then I went back and I downloaded it on iTunes, and I subscribed to you. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, you talked about yourself a little bit. You full of yourself and whatnot, and it's okay. I'll just mess with you. It was great. I enjoy it. You're my co-host, obviously. I'm going to support you. I thought it was really funny. I'd like the rant. And I like how you talked about stuff you liked. And I really, and your scenarios you had on Facebook, I really can't wait to see what the second one, how you answered them, especially, you know, I, I participated in them. And you've caused me to believe that I need to do something now. Here we go with your announcement. <laughs> how do you like that segue? So I wanted to do that, but I'm a cheap bastard. So I'm not going to go buy a website and I'm not going to sit here and edit and upload and all that crap. I would probably get you to do it for me, but I don't. Tell them the truth, man. Tell them I told you to try to record an episode and you said you ranted and ranted and you thought you were speaking for 30 minutes and you looked at your phone and it had been two minutes and 30 seconds. Oh, that really sucks. <laughs> I wasn't ranting. I just pretty much just introduced myself and dogged you for doing this and making me do this and going out and this and that was it. And I'm like, that was pretty good. That had to be at least five, seven minutes. Two minutes. <laughs> two minutes. <laughs> it's harder than it looks, right? Yeah, it is. So, you know, I figured I'm not. Maybe I'm solo material, but maybe I need to get a little more, you know, practice out there. <clears throat> so, Lord Horse DeCleese has decided to go on a tour. Hashtag Shovel My Shit Tour 2015. <laughs> I will be visiting other people's podcasts and going on as a guest if they'll have me. So, I will be attending. First, I'm probably going to go on your podcast first. I have to actually officially do Oh, yours. yeah. It absolutely has to be GIC Pod as your first appearance. <laughs> I'm going on that podcast later this week. The Snarfcast. <laughs> the Snarfcast. <laughs> um, I don't know if he wants me to announce this or not, but I, I already blew it on Twitter. I will be joining BriFi probably here in two weeks. I'll be joining Dave the Nerd, and I'm working on contacting Adrian about doing his. Uh, you and I are going to appear sometime soon here on the Comic Syndicate, and then I'm going to go back on solo. So it'll be three Mexicans and, <laughs> and the Migra. Uh, <laughs> makes things know what that is. <laughs> I'm probably going to do a few others, maybe reach out to some other people. I'll put it out there on Twitter. So, anyone who's listening to this and has their own podcast and they would like Lord Horsicles, aka Miguel Garza, and all my damn personalities, come on your show. 
it would be an honor to come on your show, and I promise to bring my craziness, my laughter, whatever you want to do. You can ask me hard questions. I'll answer them strictly honestly. I'll go big. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, so you gave me the great idea. I think it's a good way to get my feet wet and get more, you know, feel comfortable by myself. And then maybe down the road after the hashtag shovel my shit tour, if there's a second tour, uh, we'll do that. But uh, depending on how big it is, or I'll just start my own podcast. And we'll call it the horse's ass, not the stall, not in the stall, coming from the stall, two shits down up or whatever, two dongs down. No. The horse's stall cast. The horse's, that's terrible. <laughs> I'm not recording from the stall, from the middle stall of anything. Uh, remember, what was rule number, rule number freaking nine? Don't talk or read in the stall. You say anything about podcasting. <laughs> you can't podcast from the stall. <laughs> but yeah, so I plan on doing this. Uh, so the picture, as you saw in the Horse Minions, is Lord Horsesleys having someone shovel his poop. So that's how we came up with the idea. And you got me a good idea. There was a great idea about shirts, making a hashtag shovel the shit tour shirt, and having like that picture on the front, and then having the dates of when I go on other people's podcasts, and then having like their name. So like next week we'll put like February, whatever it is, JIC pod and underneath it'd be the other one. So you have everybody's source. So not only am I having like a concert t-shirt, you know, I'm actually promoting the other podcast guys that I'm going on the show. So I think it's kind of cool. And I plan, hopefully we can get this done and maybe I can wear this shirt, a preliminary shirt, maybe if we're lucky to comic palooza, maybe uh, amazing con or maybe in San Antonio or who knows wherever the hell we go and, you know, and just go with it from there. Yeah, we're, I'm going to get it happen. Don't worry. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for the wonderful idea. I'm really looking forward to this, but I am kind of like a little nervous. I mean, I tell you this every day. The reason why I'm funny here now is because of you. Schnurf. And that. <laughs> we work so well off each other and everything else. I think that's why I'm very comfortable. So going on with BriFi, going on with Dave Denner, going on with whatever, whoever joined up, Comical Syndicate, I just don't want to go on there and make an ass out of myself or make them feel like I was a, wor- a terrible guest. I don't want to do that. That's something in the back of my head. I, I don't yeah. think you have to worry about that at all. I think you're really funny. I think you undersell yourself a lot. And uh, you have great chemistry with a lot of those co-hosts already, which is why I recommended doing that first to kind of figure out if you could do it on your own. So I'm sure the shows will be great. I want to go on the Pokeballs. I want to go, on, I want to go join them and they're like, talk. I'll use my English accent then. How about that? Or should I use my Australian accent? Miguel Garza here? No. <laughs> no. no. Definitely not. No. <laughs> no. Don't make fun of me? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> we'll make fun of you for you. Shit. But, you know, I think that'd be a great way to, you know, get us out there more, get them out there more. And, of course, you know, I have to hit up the other Nerdbong podcasts, as you know, we need to bring up. We join Nerdbong. And so we'll have to go, maybe I'll get on their shows, and then you maybe get on some of the shows from Wicked Radio Network as well. And I think it'd be kind of cool. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I know if some of them, you join me, it'll be even funnier. Because, like I said, you, and then Heather as well, I mean, Y'all set me up perfectly sometimes, and I know I set y'all up all the damn time. <laughs> and you let things go. <laughs> nice. You let things go at times, so it was great. So there you go. Hashtag show my shit tour. That is out there. Hashtag show my shit tour. Please go out there and add any pictures and any tweets to it you want to. So use it again. Hashtag show my shit space tour. And don't forget to check me out at, at GIC Pod if you want to follow the new show. And you should because it is, good. It is really going to be good. I have no doubt in my mind. They're going to be really funny. You're going to get new and noteworthy. I know you are because you are a funny person. And like Adrian has issues, was talking about you when you went on his pod, how he thought you were amazing. Yeah, you're, you're a funny guy. You're going to do great. Thanks, man. Number love for you, man. <laughs> and I've got to give love out to everybody else. <laughs> now, <laughs> is this the love segment? No. No? Okay. This is the end. We're almost done. Oh, come on. <laughs> okay, love out. Love boat. 
<laughs> I never heard Snarf say that before. Snarf! <laughs> <laughs> Love got to go out to the Pokeballs podcast, to uh, Comic Syndicate, Comics Therapy, uh, Dave the Nerd, Adrian Has Issues, Metal Geeks, MSR Cast. Uh, Dark Angels Pretty Freaks. Dark Angels Pretty Freaks, yeah. Bri Fi Podcast. Uh, hopefully, I'm missing, not missing anybody. Here, throw some more out there in case hopefully I am. you're missing somebody. No, hopefully, I'm not missing anybody else out there. Uh, and a bunch of other ones that I follow on Friday. Guys, appreciate all your support, and we appreciate We love listening to your shows. Keep up the good stuff. And that's all I wanted to say. What you got, man? I just want to remind everybody to uh, go to iTunes or Stitcher and subscribe to us. And leave us a five-star review. Uh, we've gotten a lot in the last few weeks. Really trying to get those numbers up because I'd like for more people to check out the show. And the higher our rating is, the more likely it is that people will listen. I got you. So please go out there and do that. We really appreciate it. And if we get 100, 100 five-star reviews, Justin will take selfies and put them out there. <laughs> I take selfies every day. What are you no, talking about? not those kind of selfies. <laughs> uh, I want to remind everybody to go to Facebook.com slash Comical Podcast and like the page. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Comical Podcast or at JIC Pod. I'm at Comical Podcast 2. Schnarf. Is that Comical Podcast 3? <laughs> so follow all of us, especially Heather. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Comical Podcast 2 is now on Instagram. Follow me. That too. So there you go, guys. Uh, that's pretty much the end of the show. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to keep on laughing, bitches.